Welcome back to day four of our self-love mini-series on the For Reals Though podcast with Amanda and Jessica. Hey, everybody. This is my favorite day. I am so looking forward to pointing out all the little tiny things that we do to ourselves on a daily basis to prevent ourselves from loving ourselves. I know. <laughs> did, I, did I say the word ourself enough? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> I might need to say it again. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, is that we're all so guilty of this. Like it, it, we, we establish habits, patterns, and then it's hard to break them and we just keep doing it. And then we wonder why we're not doing what we want to be doing. Yes. Yes. Um, I think my number one um, realization that I was sabotaging myself was when um my when I realized that my relationships, the people in my life, um, either professional, personal, uh, family, whatever, um, were actually quite similar, and a lot of them were toxic. Like I, it was like the same personalities and different bodies. It was the weirdest realization, and I remember having that and going, "Oh my gosh, I am attracting the exact same person into my life over and over and over." just different bodies, different circumstances, different sexes, whatever. But I was like, this is, and none of them were good. Like none of those relationships that I was realizing that pattern in were good, strong connections with people, with humans. Um, and those people didn't see me for who I was. They didn't love me for who I was. Um, and I, that was my, that was the day I realized oh, I'm doing this still. I'm still harming myself. <laughs> yeah. I think you, so that's why, you know, this is day four, because I think you had to go on that dis discovery journey. If you haven't listened this to this from in order, you definitely need to do that because we have, you know, set this up mini series up for a reason, but you needed to go through that discovery and retell your story and change the narrative to recognize that these patterns were happening and you wanted to change this story as well. You know, you weren't okay with those type of friendships. You weren't okay with that being in those same situations and having, you know, those same scenarios happen again. Yeah. And another thing that I discovered was a sabotage on my self-love attempts was when I would doubt myself, when I would doubt my ability to do something or my um, worthiness of having something or um, yeah. And I wouldn't set my goals high enough um, or in, or even in, in the right alignment with, um, with what I truly genuinely either wanted to do or where I wanted to go. Yeah. I think this, it, it, it's, it's tricky because I think once you get to a point where you've gone through that discovery there's this journey you it's so easy to fall back into those old thought processes and so there's this journey of really owning your new story and healing and then improving your self-worth and self like who you are now and it's so hard to not fall back into those old patterns because of our how we used to see ourselves and so it takes really intention. You have to really focus and, and know like, that's not who I am anymore. The old me would say, I'm not good enough, but I know better now. 
Oh yeah. I've, I've caught myself just in the last year, 2022 was a huge year for self-love for me. And I know I've said that before, but I caught myself so many times telling my husband, aha, so here's a moment. This is what happened. And old Jessica would have done this or old Jessica would have said this, but today Jessica's saying this, you know, (laughs) I know you've said that to me too. Several times like, I'm so proud of myself. The old Jessica would have done this. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it is a real thing when you can, when you go through the discovery process and then you start to catch those little things that you're doing to yourself every day or every month or every week. And then you're like, ah, see, I'm going to stop that. I'm not going to do this. I'm because you always have a choice, right? You always have a choice. Yeah. So it's those, and what we talk about self-sabotage, we're really talking about those, those thought patterns, those negative beliefs that we have, those negative, like even actions that we take, or it's, it's just like a response that we just, used to fall into these old patterns and these and typical ways we how we handle situations that are not healthy that are not helping us like as a person grow right so what are some for you Amanda what are some things that you would do or say to yourself uh, I I still think I don't think this ever really ends I still think that this is something I deal with as far as like especially fears or doubts about myself especially if I start something new and I'm challenging myself in different ways it like it's typical when you put yourself in a stressful situation to fall back to old patterns and so I think when you're really pushing yourself to the to do something outside your comfort zone then your go-to is what you how you used to react so then it's becoming aware and then saying I'm not I'm not going to think that way. But for me, I think it's a lot of fears and self-doubt, like, should I be doing this? Or are you somebody that should be doing this? And I used to do that way more. So Mm -hmm. I think how I've improved is the amount that it happens now. Before, it used to happen more often, whereas now, when it creeps up, I can recognize it and say, of course I should be doing this. Like, shut up and go away. (laughs) You know? Like, I'm not having this thought. I've already established that it's okay that I do this, and now you just need to leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if anybody has ever watched um, the the Stutz documentary on Netflix, um, he's a a therapist. He's a non-traditional therapist. um, And the documentary is about him. um, But it's amazing because one of his things he uses, one of his tools, he uses tools for his therapy um, patients. And one of them is this big X uh, factor. He doesn't call it an X factor. He calls it something else, but it's it's like an X factor. And he says that is your um, that is your self doubt. And it's there with you always, 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 always. And the minute you start you, you know, the minute it creeps in, you have to identify when it creeps in so that you can push it out and literally say, go away, like you just said. And that's what made me think about it was that um, he says that you're always going to battle that. You're always going to battle this X factor that's going to try to come in and sabotage you and prevent you from doing the good things that you're doing, that you want to do, that you, you know, that get you in a good place. Um, it does never go away. So I think you're right. I think that, um, that, this is always a battle. It's always an internal battle. Yeah. I think a big one for me is fear of failure. Like I, I have tried lots of things and it hasn't worked out. And so then when I try something new, it's like, well, you know, why try? Because it's probably just going to turn out like it did before. And then I have to really work through that and say, you know, just because something didn't work the way I wanted it to doesn't mean that it was a failure. 
and I learn stuff each time. So I have to, I have to really process through. I don't just, ex I guess what I do now is I don't just accept what my mind is telling me. I fight back and I try to understand it. Like, I, and I'm like, so I, I argue back with it. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, okay, it wasn't a complete failure though, because really what I learned was lots of things along the way. And maybe it didn't, the success didn't look like what I had thought originally, but it wasn't a failure. Right. And I always like to look at that because you're right. It is um, it, it becomes a conversation. And the minute you're having a conversation like that, you've won. You've already won because you're about to win that argument. <laughs> and so you are going to win it. You're just going to talk yourself right into winning it. But um, but I'll, I'll say that when I when I have when I look back and I look at my failures, I'll, I'm not afraid to say the word failure. It's fine because it was a failure for that particular specific thing, right? But I love looking at the path. I love looking at that giant picture and realizing that this decision led to this decision, led to this event, and this failure led to this lesson, which led to this, and it's all interconnected. And that makes me feel so at ease because then I feel like, well, I had to to have that failure because if I hadn't had that failure, I wouldn't have made this choice and then I wouldn't have had this experience. Then I wouldn't have been where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Right. It's all teaching you and building yeah. you into the person in the direction that you need to go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you said that this was, is your favorite topic of the week. Is there anything specific that we haven't talked about that you feel like we need to, like, this is like so important for people to understand about this? Well, the, I think this, my, this is my favorite because this is the one that's the most interactive. And this is the one where you start to obtain real control. Um, you don't really have a whole lot of control when you're in the discovery phase because it's going to take you where it's going to take you. And there's going to be potentially a lot of pain, which you never have control over, right? Um, and you just have to sit in that, you know, and it's just gross feeling. But when you're at this place where you're discovering what you do to sabotage yourself, it is a conversation. You are having a conversation with yourself. Therefore, you are uh, somewhat, you're, you're gaining momentum and you're gaining control, but you're, you're uh, expanding so much at that point. That's where the growth happens. That's where the real growth happens. And I love growth. Like yeah. anybody who knows me knows I love redefining myself, knows I love growth and knows that I look for the potential and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the word control. I think this is key to this stage. And I also think that it kind of bringing in like the retelling the story and recognizing that you have control over your life, your story, how you respond, how you deal with things. Just because you've always been somebody that has been not handled certain situation well doesn't mean you can't change that and say I'm not going to do that anymore I don't like how I've you know acted in the past I don't want to be that person I want to change my story or whatever it is I, I don't like that I've never yeah. accomplished this goal it's always been something that I've wanted to do but I just keep not doing it and we believe these these Again, I'll go back to what I said before, but we believe these lies like, you know, a lot of people say, well, I just I can't meet anybody because there's nobody out there and there's all these people in the world to date. It's just because of their fears and their these lies that they're telling themselves that they don't maybe want to put themselves out there. And it all comes back to 
this self-sabotage concept and recognizing that when you go on your discovery and realizing that you're in control and you get to decide is so empowering. You're right. It is like it is a great moment to realize that we have that power in our life. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I have when I'm coaching clients um, through whatever it is, I'm coach. They've hired me to coach them through. Right. When I am coaching them, um, I will hear those self-defeatist um, tones and those phrases in in their voices. And I know, OK, I know what phase they're at in this whole process. Right. And then um, the minute I start hearing, I just did this. I was responsible for this and I don't want to do this anymore. That's when I'm like, here we go. We're real. We're, now we are identifying what we've done to sabotage, and now we're not standing for it anymore. And this is where the growth happens. This yeah. is where we're starting to make the changes. And I think you have to get to the point where you're uncomfortable, like, or you're just really tired of yourself. Like you're, you're tired of yourself. You're crying. You're angry. You're disgusted. That's the point you have to get to, and yeah. that's when the change happens. Yeah, because you you you're not motivated otherwise. Yep. Yep. But well, you are, but you're not being real. It's like you're still in the you're still on day one. Yep. <laughs> you're still using the acts of self care, and you're not doing this journey of self love. Yeah. Because you're, you're not going to get survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not going to get tired of yourself until you go on this and get really vulnerable, vulnerable and honest with yourself. And then you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of myself. <laughs> I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. Yes, I agree. It's that that is the that is the moment when that all starts. OK, well, any more last thoughts on this topic? No, no. Um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm looking forward to sharing um, some tips on maintaining self-love and not falling back into um, to any sort of sabotaging traps. All right. So we'll be back for our last day of our self-love mini series tomorrow. But until then, we want you to shine bright, be authentic and, and stay, stay 